This is Raul Velasquez and Vivian Velasquez. Welcome to the God, Money, and Sex podcast. All right, let's get it started. Let's get it started. This is Raul Velasquez and Vivian Velasquez. And today's topic, we're going to talk about a topic that uh, just you know we, we hear all the time. Like my partner knows me better than I know myself, and I think you and I we've been together. Almost what, 20 years? Yes. 20 years in this journey, 20 years married and probably, probably five years dating? It's gonna be, it's gonna be 20 years. I think I officially know and... you longer than I am alive. Yes. Like, I, like I, lo- I know you longer. We've been together longer than I've been alone, I think. <laughs> right? Because probably. we met around when I was, yeah, probably Before 17, 18 years old. And tomorrow's and gonna tomorrow's be your my birthday. birthday. 41 years old. So yeah, you, you're officially the single human being besides my parents that I've spent more time with. Wow. That's, a, that's I, an I accomplishment. Feel, I feel privileged. That's an accomplishment. You haven't killed me yet. That's an accomplishment that we haven't, you haven't crossed that, that side yet that you have put up with me all these years. I feel like this is our third time around in another lifetime. That's that right. I've, I've killed multiple, you. Yeah, I've killed you a couple times. Absolutely. Yes. You definitely yes. killed me multiple times. So yes, we'll just I keep have. coming back. That's right. I'm, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. That's right. All right, so so I get a, a lot of questions from guys, uh, especially uh, when it comes to to the lifestyle of the entrepreneur. I mean, we talk about this all the time that entrepreneurs are a different breed, uh, and especially when you're married to a to a guy that is constantly going 100 miles an hour. And and I get questions from guys that say, hey, how does you how does your wife manage you? How does your wife uh, handle, you know, someone like you. And, and my response was like, my, my wife is not managing me. Yeah. <laughs> my wife is not handling me. Like, yeah. Is that if, a- I think if I had to handle you, I would go insane. But the response to that, what I would say for me is like, I, I guess at some point in my life, I did try to handle and to, to get a grip of everything that you were doing only because as a woman, we try to nurture and to try to take care of and, you know, take care of you and for you to do things right. But then I realized, like, I can't take care of him. I can't manage him. I am not his mother. I am his wife. I want to be his lover. So I had to step away from that mentality and I had to like, okay, whoa, I can't take care of him. So therefore, I should be taking care of me. I think that's a key point because the moment that we stop trying to manage each other, because at the beginning I was very controlling, as yes. you say, a little bit more of a control freak. So just, I try to manage just you. Just a little. I was very, uh, very uh, unsecure, probably, at the beginning of our dating uh, times. And I think it's also because, you know, like you didn't know any better. And I think it's also like, you know, we come from a Spanish background and not to like put them down or anything, but we really don't learn much from our culture and how to teach, how to, oh, we do like, learn a lot from our culture. They do, we but the, not, to, not the positive of, things. How to, uh, you know, be a man and, and have this, how you think you <laughs> to, should be a man. How to control your woman. Yes, yes. So shout out to all my Latino brothers. I yes. know you're pain, man. I know you're pain. We've been in, ingrained with that control freak mentality that we want things our way. Yeah. And I think it's not just the Latin culture. I think it's a culture of men in general, uh, at, at least, I think now we've seen the evolution of a lot of men just kind of letting go and 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 just realizing that okay I can control this woman and I, I, there's a, also the other the other part the other shift because yeah. you know if you start fighting for you I think that that's the part where you and I've come a long way that we had our differences but we fought for to be together 
you know, and I think that's what set the yeah. foundation that our relationship wasn't an easy one. It was like I was fighting to be with you. I wanted to 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 make you fall in love with me, and 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 kind of you know going in that. Uh, I guess the route of trying to conquer your heart, right? Yes. And then your parents were against it. Your parents didn't approve of it. So it was kind of a of a journey uh, going together. Yeah. So I think that nowadays it's just too easy to have a relationship. I mean, you, you swipe left, you swipe right in a in a Tinder app or anything else, and I think we're losing that. And what do you think as a woman? I mean, was that something that you enjoy, like a guy even being crazy and insane? Like, looking for me looking and for searching and, for me. Yeah, for of course. You. And I think maybe that's the part that nowadays, I mean, we're, we're so out of the dating game. So I really can't speak for that. I can only speak for the part of like our marriage. But even now in our marriage, like it's so um, refreshing when you, you know, see another guy like looking at me or something and it, it makes you a little bit angry. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like he's still I still got it. So like, <laughs> I don't it, get angry. I'm just I'm just looking at you. I'm looking you at him. Like, okay, angry, you get angry, which is okay because that's the part that like it makes I get me possessive. Feel, it's kind of like the, yeah, like the, she's uh, mine, and and I'm all good with that because it's like I know that I'm not doing anything. I'm not tempting the guy. Like I can't help it that I'm just this beauty walking around and I'm this <laughs> radiant. Really, I'm this radiant light that I'm attracting the the looks, not in the wrong way, but it's like I didn't. I had to work for that because our as a feminine. As a woman, like we need to work on embracing our radiance. And I think a lot of the times we're so focused on everybody else that we forget about ourselves. And that's something that I, I teach women a lot. And I've been taught by so many amazing mentors. It's like our light, our love, our radiance is so powerful that we could turn heads. And that's really what happens. And, no, and when something like that happens to me, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, I'm there. I've been cultivating it. It's not in the wrong sense. I'm not using it to, to you know, manipulate anyone or to get attention the wrong way. But that's just who we are as women. But I think that a lot of times, men, we look at that and we feel threatened, right? Because we feel threatened. Like, okay, what is she doing? What is she wearing? Is she, what she's going to attract? And I think that we are in a stage in our relationship that we tr have that trust and we have that freedom that yeah. I know you're not looking and you know that I'm not looking. So now we just focus on how do, how do we expand what we have? Yeah, but that's taking a long but time. But it's taking 20 years. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's be real. It's like it doesn't happen. Like people ask me, like, how do you get that relationship? Like, it's been work. Yeah. It's been work. It's been a lot of work. So, uh, you know, the, the topic of, of the podcast was, does your partner know you better than you know yourself? Uh, and this morning I was actually, I was telling you, babe, I don't have like, like, like a couple of things that I needed, right? And you're like, if right. you tell me, if you tell me ahead of time, I could get it for you, but don't set me up for failure, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that we sometimes we set our partners up for failure. Like I'm setting you up for failure if I'm telling you, if I'm asking you to do something for me, but you can't do it last minute. And then sometimes I feel like I'm being set up for failure if you're asking me something to do and I can. Like for example, this morning, could you pick up the kids? Like I have like 20 meetings. Like I want to say yes, but don't. But the, the, why don't. are you even asking, right? Yes. I you have to ask. But I you're setting me up. Just to, to make me feel like, man, I don't care about my kids because I have all these 20 meetings that I have to attend to. Mm -hmm. And I think that as a, as, as a man, we want to be there for our kids. We want to be there for our wives. But also we are there hunting and we are building an empire. If you know that I'm going to be busy, how do you, ha how do you make that decision of, of asking or not asking? Okay. Well, let's go back to this morning. What happened this morning? Okay. So in the past... I would feel like a total failure because 
I'm the one that takes care of the household and I have to have everything in order. But that's me thinking that I have to, the shoulds. Mm. But it's really, it's really not. You know, it's like that what we talk about all the time in, in this podcast is the partnership that we have. So if we learn to communicate, if you say to me, Vivian, I need you to have this for me, which I know that part of you. Like I Because I'm very simple. I just yes. need deodorant. I need underwear and, and some spray. food. And that's and it. Her spray, that's, her spray. <laughs> and and that's, I'm very I'm a simple guy. Just yes, give me give me the the, the, the bare necessities, right? right. My my uh, my uh, my bare necessities. So and, when and you I, don't have things like who do I who do I go to, right? Who do I go to? I have to do it myself. Okay, so I do my best to take care of the stuff for you. But like how you've said before in the past, you're not a genie to know what I'm feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing that I would tell you today. Like, I'm not a genie to know what you're missing at that moment. Like, what more do you need? But if you let me know, I will do my best to please you and to keep you happy because that that is who I am. And in the, and in the past, that would trigger me uh, that if I don't have the things that I need because I will feel like you don't care. Right, like and I do, care, and right? I do. You know that and, I do. And here's, the, here's what I want you know people to understand is that uh, as men, we are, we usually have our partners and the subconscious belief that we have is that a woman has to take care of us because all our lives, probably our mothers took care of us, right? Yeah, yeah. So subconsciously, so the human behavior is like women marry their dad figure, right? And men marry their mother figure. Yeah. So that's where the relationships get screwed up because the reality is that you're not my mother. You shouldn't be taking care of me. You shouldn't be able to have to manage me. I'm I'm a man. I have to do do the shit myself. Yeah. So in the past, that would trigger me because I would feel like you're not taking care of me. You're not loving me, or you're not providing the bare necessities. When I realize that you're not here to manage me, you're not here to take care of me. Like I need to get my own shit. Yeah. So if I request it, if it's not done, what do I do? You get it yourself. I get it myself. But then but also, I, I don't do it with an attitude of like, right. look, I could do it. I do it with an attitude of knowing I know what I need mm -hmm. and I'm going to provide for myself. Yes. And I'm not going to starve. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to, you know, continue not to do what I need to do. Uh -huh. And I think that's the relationship that we have is like, I, I trust 100% that you are going to be good without me and you know that I'm going to be good without you. Yes. And, for me, in the past, I would have gotten mad. I would have been like, what the, what does he think I am? I have to pick up all these things for everyone. That's not me. But then now I'm thinking like, no, like I, what we say to each other is like, I live to love you and I live to make you happy. If that's what makes you happy, I will do it. But you have to communicate that to me. And one of the things that I just listened to this week from one of my great mentors, Alison Armstrong, she said like expectations are almost like a setup for failure. Because she was saying, like, expectations are visible, in invisible, right? Because they're being met. They're invisible. The moment that you meet expectations, then you see it. It's like yeah. It, it, so the, the minute that you failed and they're not there, they become visible. And all of a sudden, it's like, you failed. You don't feel like you did good enough. You feel all these things. But I'm like, if we could avoid that, how do we avoid it? It's just by communicating and not expecting something. But it's, but just I, but it's, having it's that hard, though. It's, it's hard to have a relationship and, and not have expectations. Because everybody has an expectation. I mean, we've been conditioned to have expectations of what a relationship is like, right? Yes. So then how do we come through, or, or at least how do we... Uh, break through those expectations. I think that, you know, the, there's a point in our marriage that we have to say, you know what, 
you need to do what you what, you need to expect what you want from me mm-hmm. for yourself. And at least that's what I got out of it. Yeah. Like the moment that I stopped expecting for you to do things for me, mm-hmm. and I had to meet my own expectations, mm-hmm. and I kind of stopped expecting for this perfect picture to be revealed. Yeah. And I just started appreciating, you know, the gift that we had, and appreciating the the fights, and appreciating the 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 stabs, the the, the daggers, and and some of that energy. And you know, one of my clients this morning, he was, it was it was funny because he was telling me a story about how his wife is gonna get a. Um, uh, what do you call the, the curtains, the uh, drapes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, drapes. And he was like, yeah, you want to get drapes? And she was like, yeah, I need to get, get drapes. I said, all right, great. And then he got the bill, and guess how much the drapes were? At least 5000 5000 Yeah. Well, they, li- they live in a big house, $110,000 in drapes, all right? <laughs> okay. And then, and then he's like, like, Raul, that triggered the fuck out of me, you know? And I started, like, telling my wife, like, you know, wh- what do you need to spend $110,000 in drapes and, you know, this and that? I'm like... It's, and as I'm hearing this, it was exact same story of another guy that I coached a couple of years ago. Remember the, the guy that lived in California that his wife was spending over $100,000 in drapes. Yeah. So I said, I know this trigger because man, we get triggered by money. I mean, at least that's my trigger. If, yeah. if I, like I respect money. Mm-hmm. Like I respect money. If you don't respect money, like, and, and, yeah. and I think that women look at money in a different way sometimes. Yes, yes. And, and if you're a hunter, you gotta respect money. Yeah. So I respect money. So. I also have, uh, I also know what it's like not to have money. So I know that every money that, that we have, we are constantly looking to invest to mm-hmm. expand, right? Yeah. But here is the trigger that I found that, that we have money, time, feeling that we're not appreciated. So all those things, when yeah. I walk him through in yeah. a coaching session this morning, all those things trigger him. He wasn't yeah. appreciated because his wife didn't tell him the details of 110,000. Yeah. yeah. It was a well, lot of is money. It, is it that she didn't tell him? Or, you know, like sometimes that happens to us. I'm just thinking like it's not 110,000, but it's happened to us when I tell you like I'm going to get something. And this is another um, mistake that we've made is like I don't catch you at the right time to ask you for the things. So you're in like this work mode and you just say yes to get because me off your back. Because we think it's drapes. I mean, you know, how you said you 5, didn't ask, we didn't think it's drapes, but you not 110,000. Exactly, details. You didn't ask the details, and details matter. But for guys, there's certain details that, like, don't, detail, matter. don't matter. At that moment. Uh, because we just think, assume, and we expect yes. that you're going to handle it in a certain way. Yeah. So it's like the expectations that we have, of, uh, the expectations about money, expectations about sex. I mean, we just had another, another you know, a guy that I'm coaching that he's like, we went to paradise with a good time in paradise and yeah. I was paying to have epic sex and the wife fell asleep mm-hmm. <laughs> that night and it was also triggered yeah. because like, oh shit, like we're here in paradise and you know, it's a sex vacation. We, we want to, we want to do this. Because it should look like that. It should look like that. So, but that's not true. So then, and the reality is the expectations. Yeah. How do you break through expectations? So then I know, like, I know what my expectations are. Mm-hmm. I know what triggers me. Mm-hmm. So by me knowing what triggers me and what kind of expectations I have and then catching myself and not having to live up to expectations or having you live up to expectations that I have of you mm-hmm. and just me living up to my own expectations changes the game. Yeah. Because what I told my client this morning is like, what you expect from your wife, you have to show up and give her that. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's what I do too. You know, like I expect <laughs> some good advice, right? I expect that from you, but when I expect it from you, like I try to do it myself. So, like what happened this morning, I expect you to take care of me in little details. That's why I didn't get pissed. So then because I'm, like, I'm like, okay, where am I not taking care yes. of you? Where am I not looking at little details? There you go. There so you therefore, go. like it's all coming back. Like that's what I tell my guys. The moment that you start looking at whatever triggers you. Whatever you feel like, you know, your wife should do or your employee should do or your client should do, Are you, you need to do it? that. That's right. <laughs> you need to do that. Yeah. So if you complain about time, you need to give time. If you complain about money, you need to give money. If you complain about attention and love, you need to give attention and love. Mm-hmm. But I think that we, uh, as men, we just get sometimes spoiled that we think that everything outside needs to revolve around us and it's my wife, it's my employees, it's my customer. No, I think that at this level of the game, if, if you're mature enough to understand that as a leader, whatever we say holds weight. Mm-hmm. Whatever say we say holds weight. I mean, last last week I had a conversation with one of my employees, and he took it the wrong way. Uh, you know, the guy who, who was supposed to open up the pool. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean for you to take it the wrong way. It's just my way of saying things or being direct. Yeah. But we gotta take responsibility yeah. for the expectations that we setting up other people, because most likely we setting up the expectations for other people to fail. Because we have expectations of ourselves and we sometimes we don't meet our own expectations and that's where we get triggered. And I think that sometimes a little bit of, of the challenge is like our expectations are so high that sometimes they're good for certain things. But for other ones, it's like you're setting yourself up to fail or you're setting your partner up to fail. Because I know like for you, like I, I try not to do that. Because I want you to feel like you're conquering me. I want you to feel like you're winning at things. So, like, I, I make things easy for you. For instance, like, if if there's, like, our anniversary coming up or a birthday coming up, I'm like, oh, my birthday's in, you know, three days or five days. Because I and want you. I appreciate you. that. I love yeah. that about you. Because, I, like, you, you setting me up. is that like you're giving me, yes. like, you know, like, I love you. You know I care about yes. you. It's not, it's not intentional. Yeah. I understand. Like, and, that, and that's mm-hmm. key. If you could give... If you could give your man a break and give him a reminder, why wouldn't you? Same thing with you, with your woman. If you could give her the the insights and uh, yeah. why wouldn't you? It's like in a partnership, you gotta play the game. You gotta know yeah. yourself. You but gotta then, know yourself. And then it comes up, you know. Then it turns back around to you. It's like if I'm setting you up, like you you as man or a woman, like take that opportunity. Don't just don't just close your eyes to how they're setting you up. In a ganja, whether it's f- to fail, like I, this morning what happened to us, or whether it was to win, acknowledge what's happening in front of you and have the c- clear communications. Like I told you this morning, like you're setting me up to fail. If I ask you last minute. If you're asking me like the minute that there is no more hairspray or deodorant in the house, it's like then I feel like a bigger failure than I already feel because we've talked about, or maybe we should talk about like how the criti- the criticism is always there for us as women. Like we there's thousands of things that go through our head that we're not doing enough and all of a sudden you're going to throw that at me that hurts me even more because i am i want to do everything to love you and to please you and and the same thing uh, for, for a man the moment that you are complaining about your wife not taking care of you like just take care of yourself like like don't like she's not your mother like you're not my mother you're not my mother yeah i gotta i gotta own myself and 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 that's it and just move on so yeah. the mistakes that we've done in the past is just put too much pressure in the expectations. And when you don't live up to the expectations, it just comes back to us. And there's more pain. So change the expectations. Start appreciating your partner. Start appreciating you know, the, the journey. 
uh, help your partner and give them some insights of how to win the game. Don't set your partner up to fail. Yes. And the third thing that we learned today is that, uh, man, we get triggered by uh, men, get triggered by, by time, money, and attention. That sounds uh, like a woman too. So I think the men and women, <laughs> we're probably the same like that. But know yourself. At know a yourself. A don't expect level. your wife or your partner to know you. Don't expect, like, I don't expect you to, to, to know me. I'm looking to, to discover little by little what are my patterns, what are my triggers, so I could learn how to play the game in a better way. I think that's what, what has happened in our relationship in the last 20 years. We've discovered more about ourselves. Yes. That allows us to play the game at a different level now. And we're still discovering. I think like discovering phase, it's so profound and, and it's ever like changing, you know, like you discover a new, like you were telling me, like, give me some insights from you being 41 years old. And I'm like, yeah, it's amazing. Like, you know, every year it changes. Every year is like a new thing that you learn about yourself and you either fall in love with it, or you hate it. And then you just either you hold on to it or you let it go. Like this, like this release of, of energy that is happening between whether it's yourself and you and your partner but whatever does not serve you just let it go it's growing we we growing. we're changing as you get older yeah. and the marriage as you get older, as you get wiser you're gonna start seeing things different yeah i mean we went we just came from cancun mexico it was a complete different cancun mexico experience than what we had in the past right yeah, and even la- that, like the expectation that I had is like, we're going to go to Cancun. In my head, like, we're going to go to Cancun, we're going to party, we're going to dance. But then I'm like, you know, this is not what I'm here for. My my, It's not like an expectation. It's like, what is it that I want to remember? What is it that I want to build? And, and it was all just to make you feel happy and to make you feel loved and to make you um, feel blessed. And And with that said... Let's end, let's end this podcast with this message, all right? Okay. When you change your expectations, the game changes. Yeah. Expect nothing from people and appreciate everything from people. Because that's the moment that life becomes fun. Yeah. When you start appreciating what people do for you. The little things, the big things, even the insignificant things. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when you appreciate other people, you're appreciating yourself. So yes. I appreciate you, babe. Thank I you appreciate for, you. Thank you for taking your time <laughs> and coming down and yeah. and driving you know, crazy and, and being who you are. Appreciate I it. I will always be here for you. All right. So that's it. Log into our podcast in iTunes. We have uh, uh, Spotify. We have SoundCloud, YouTube, social media. Follow us anywhere. Just don't follow us into our bedroom. All right. <laughs> That's a private, that's a private area. We draw the line there. That's right. Learn it, live Live it, experience experience it. it. Love Love life. life.